This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a word wizard. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. So each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so... Don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough Gonna go a year till you've had enough, it's 365 Today, in 1884, the first part of the first edition of the Oxford English Dictionary was published, but it wasn't the same A to Z dictionary that we know of today. It was just a portion of the letter A, from A to Ant. This first portion of the dictionary was called a fascicle, which means a part of a larger work. Dictionary prep began in 1857. The members of London's Philological Society had decided that there were no up-to-date and error-free dictionaries, so they decided to make one that would cover everything from the Anglo-Saxon period beginning in 1150 AD to the then-present day. The original idea was to make it four volumes and 6,000 pages long. They thought it would take 10 years to finish. It ended up taking over 40. Turns out that cataloging all the words is more complicated than it actually seems. The first edition was also way longer than expected, clocking in at 10 volumes and 400,000 words. The final fascicle wasn't published until 1928, and as soon as it was completed, the editors began updating it. A supplement was published nearly as soon as the first edition was finished in 1933. There are some interesting differences between the original Oxford English Dictionary and the regular dictionaries of today. This dictionary traced the origin of every word and included out a date of definitions, creating a chronological history of every word or phrase with extensive cross-referencing and etymology. As you probably know, most dictionaries are more of a word and pronunciation and definition type of deal. The seemingly simple word set actually hit the longest entry in the entire dictionary. Its entry is over 60,000 words long and contains 430 different uses. The Oxford English Dictionary continued evolving throughout the 20th century. It added new terms as they became common in the use of North America and England, as well as phrases and words from Australia, the Caribbean, New Zealand, South Africa, and South Asia. The people behind the dictionary began working on electronic edition in 1984. They estimated it would take five years and cost millions of dollars. 120 people worked to type the entries from the print editions, and 50 proofreaders edited and checked the work. It ended up taking more than five years. 16 years, in fact, and the dictionaries went online in the year 2000. The print edition still exists, with 20 volumes and weighing almost 140 pounds altogether. If just one person were working to type all 59 million words up, it would take 120 years. But the Oxford English Dictionary is just one dictionary. There are several different dictionary versions out there, and you'd be surprised at how different they all are. Though at first glance, you might think, a dictionary is a dictionary, the different versions have a totally different background and experience. 
There can be debate over the meaning and use and even spelling of words, and it's up to the editor of each dictionary to make those calls. Language is a fluid thing, and humans have the power to evolve it and change it with time. Of course, people who edit the dictionaries have a huge impact on that. What words would you include in your dictionary? All right, buckle your seatbelts, because I'm about to say the word dictionary even more. The earliest dictionaries date back to 2000 BC. These dictionaries were organized by topic instead of alphabetically, and they were often used in conjunction with religious documents to understand difficult topics. The first English dictionaries were actually mostly French and Latin translation dictionaries. Those three languages were all used for different purposes in Renaissance Britain, so it was necessary to have translation dictionaries for people to communicate about religion, politics, and commerce. It's crazy how much the use of the dictionary has changed from then until today. Today, the various versions of the dictionary add words all the time to keep up with slang and lingo. Some examples, photobomb, meme, emoji, jegging, vlog, and I'm sure there are many other words to go. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger. Where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices. Plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now for today's music fact. Today, in 1949, RCA Records put out the first ever 45 RPM single. Though this may seem random, it was the record size that made the jukebox possible. The larger hole in the center of the record made the jukebox insertion doable, as well as a smaller diameter. Though jukeboxes aren't as common now as they were during this heyday, they're super fun if you find one out in the wild. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to go into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on February 1st in my life. On February 1st, 2018, I took a screenshot of a Hypebeast Instagram post that said, it didn't say anything actually, it was just a photo of Balenciaga Crocs. And I probably need to double check if I'm actually saying that right. I have no idea how you say designer names. Balenciaga pronunciation. Balenciaga. I got it right. I got it right. Balenciaga. I took a screenshot of these Crocs because I thought they were incredible. Um, I was not open about my love of Crocs in 2018. It is now 2021. And I have, I have tried to widely share my appreciation and love for the plastic, um, single piece of plastic shoe. (laughs) I love Crocs. I think that they're incredibly comfortable. I think they're really funny and I think they get a bad rep. And so I was very stoked when I saw that Balenciaga added platform Crocs to its luxury footwear selection. Um, I think that was hilarious. I really wanted a pair. I don't have a pair. Maybe I'll get one eventually. Thanks so much for listening and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can... I didn't do that right. Thanks so much for listening and remember 
to listen tomorrow and through the rest of the year. If you please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's three